Welcome back to segment number three this Saturday of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a full-time real estate agent and broker, and I would love to connect with you. Here's my number, 770-497-0000. One more time, it's 770-497-0000. This is where we help listeners go from real estate novices to expert. So home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. Visit us at GoGaddis Radio, as I said, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share ideas. You can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which is coming up in the next segment. Don't you go away. we got to happen to have a subdivision in Alpharetta for anybody who lives in that area. You can also subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. We are available on all major podcasting networks, and the show comes out in these nice little 12-minute, easy-to-absorb, easy-to-consume bites. You just go to Go Gaddis Radio, scroll all the way to the bottom, look for your favorite podcasting platform, and rock and roll. In the first segment, we were supposed to talk about inventory increasing throughout the United States. Now, you indicated, and by the way, I'm joined in the studio by Tammy Slay. I forgot to introduce her. (laughs) Tammy is a guest who is visiting me from Frisco, Texas. She is a real estate broker, owns her own firm in Frisco, which is just north of Dallas, right? And so I would assume it would be the equivalent of Sandy Springs or Roswell if you're in this area in terms of the city of Atlanta. Now, do you know how much inventory is up in the state of Texas in the last 30 days? In the last 30 days? Yep, for the whole state, not just your area. For the whole state? Yep. Mm. In the last 30 days, Mm -hmm. say 20%. Point three. This is last 30 days. But now this number is probably about two weeks old. Mm. So that was not a trick question. I was not trying. This is probably an older number. But in a 30-day period that ended, let's just say, two weeks ago, inventory for the entire state of of Texas was up 0.3%. In Georgia. thinking value. Oh, got it. Got it. No problem. No, no. It's okay. Just guesses, even if it was a guess that was off. The inventory in the state of Georgia up 2.1%. So there's 2.1% more inventory, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but a little bit more inventory makes a big, big difference. Here are the states that have the largest increases in inventory year over year. Idaho, in the last 30 days, inventory up 21.2%. You think that sales prices will be affected by that additional inventory? Yes. Utah up 14.9% in the last 30 days. Michigan up 13.8%. Uh, Wisconsin up 11.9%, Oregon up 11.2%. Then you've got Ohio at, excuse me, you've got New Hampshire at 10.4% and Ohio at 10.3%. Those are the ones that are leading the country. State of Washington has inventory that's up 9.5%, Montana 8.3%, Minnesota 8%. Uh, Maine, 9.7%, Vermont, 5.3%, Pennsylvania, 6.3%, Colorado, 5.1%. And Colorado has been one of the worst markets that I have seen in the country in terms of low months of supply versus demand. Even the state of Arizona and Phoenix has been an awful real estate market in terms of supply and demand. Inventory was up 3.7% in the last 30 days. I want to jump into the foreclosure moratorium. It has been extended for another 30 days. The Federal Housing Finance Agency has had a moratorium on foreclosures that dates all the way back, I think, to last May, if I remember correctly. I don't really remember when it was put in effect. It was supposed to expire 
on June the 30th. It's supposed to expire, expire a few days to go. Now it's been extended through July the 31st. So if you are worried because you're behind in your mortgage payments and you're worried you might be evicted from your home, the federal government has offered you some additional relief. Also, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, signed the extension of the CDC eviction moratorium, which prevents the ousting of tenants from rental homes and apartments. It was scheduled to expire June the 30th and is July the 31st. I would love to have a segment and talk about that specific thing because I thought there was a lawsuit against the CDC somehow that said they didn't have the authority to put a moratorium on evictions. I am not trying to say if you're listening and you're 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 facing eviction, please do not hear me say I want you to be evicted from your house. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, you know, I, I hope you get all the help you need and we can work through this pandemic. But the reality is I don't see how the CDC has the ability to restrict evictions, just an administrate uh, administrative arm of the federal government. I don't see how they make law uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. So, Tammy, you're in the audience. We've talked about a lot of stuff. We've got a listener question, and I don't even know who this is from. I don't know who this is from because I don't have the question down here, but it's a great question. It says, I'm considering a career in real estate. What do I need to know? The first question is, how much money do I need to save before diving in? Now, I'm assuming that this listener is asking, how much money do I need to have in the bank so that I can afford to pay my bills as my business ramps up? I would say at a minimum, at least what I recommend to our new agents that newly get licensed, at a minimum, Three months of gross income. Okay. So whatever. So you if you need, need five thousand dollars a month yeah. before taxes, before then taxes. you need to have fifteen thousand dollars saved. Correct. Got it. At a minimum. Got it. Got it. And is that because it's always a ninety-day ramp-up period, or is uh, what's the what's the rationale behind that? The rationale is it, it takes generally about three months to see your first closing. Okay. So once you start get going with a really good team with really good training and you're working it full time, and I'm talking about full time, so. Part-time would be different. Okay. Full-time, you're out there prospecting and you're generating business. By the time you, and with most closings taken anywhere from 30 to 45 days, before you see your first paycheck, it could very likely be 90 days later. So interesting. So someone starts, and you're talking about new agents, but I would assume mm-hmm. experienced agents are yeah. the same. You need to have a little cushion if you're going to make a change. But if you get into real estate, because the people you talk to today your neighbors, your friends, your relatives, people who might be clients of yours, if you talk to them today, they're not going to do a closing tomorrow. Correct. So you have to have enough time to let that prospect work through the system so that they can go under contract on something and then ultimately close. Yep. Interesting. And I would assume you expect an agent to have something under contract probably within the first 60 days if you expect them to have a closing in that next 30-day period. Is that right? Yes. It takes them a little bit to get up and going. I mean, this is a new career for many of these people. Mm -hmm. So you can figure in there's going to be about a two- to three-week lag time of just understanding the systems and the processes and the approaches and all the different things that we do throughout our day in real estate. So, yeah, 60 days have something under contract, 30 days see a closing. If you are listening and you think you might be interested in a career in real estate, I'd love to talk to you, and I'll talk to you myself. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com, uh, gogaddisradio.com, and click on Career in Real Estate. Give me a little bit of information, totally confidential. I will follow up with you, and we can chat about it. Next question, Tammy, is, is the licensing and testing difficult? 
<laughs> so how long does it take to get a real estate license in the state of Texas where everybody wears big hats and cowboy boots and thinks they are the greatest state in the world? I love being – I think Texas and Georgia are very similar, especially from a yes. southern drawl standpoint. Yeah. But um, what, 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 how does, what, how, what is it – what's it, the requirement? Okay, so the testing, is it difficult? I'm going to say that's just subjective. Okay. And, and with the person and, and the schooling they took and how much time they actually were diligent in the studying – I've had agents go from... <laughs> so you're saying if someone's a lousy student, they might very well have a problem with they, it? They may find it more difficult than others. But yet, how many people do we know that are in real estate? I mean, there's thousands. There's thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of people that are in real estate. So yep. it is not a difficult test to pass. It is not difficult in the um, scheme of things to get right. a real estate license. Right. Because everybody in your neighbor can obtain a real estate license. doesn't so do mean they're successful. That's exactly. Well, in fact, most people who have a real estate license are not successful. Correct. I, I heard somewhere that if you took a list of all of the real estate agents in the United States and you listed their production, highest to lowest, uh -huh. the most commonly occurring number for production for sales per year is zero. Meaning there's more people out there who have real estate licenses to sell nothing than there are people who sell something, which is really amazing when you think about it. Yeah, I believe it. It is amazing, but I believe it. Do you know how long the course is in Texas? How if, many hours? If you were working it full time, okay. um, then well, the hours differ it because is. it differs in how many hours you got in college education. Oh, so in Georgia, there is no distinction. The class okay. is 75 hours. You got to spend 75 hours in the class. You can do it online. You can do it in person. Then you take the class exam, then you take the state okay. exam. So interesting, a little bit yeah. different. So the question for is licensing licensing and testing difficult, we're both saying it's really no, it's really because no. it's not a big hurdle to get into real estate. And then the whopping cost to renew your, your Georgia real estate license is $100 every four years. So it is absolutely nothing. How much can I expect to make in the first year? We've only got about two, two minutes left in this segment, but how much money should a person who gets into real estate expect to make in the first year? If you're if you're joining a brokerage as a brokerage agent with not much help, not much help when it comes to leads. So that means you go work for a brokerage, which in most states, you in all states, you have to actually work for a broker who is responsible for to the consumer, mm -hmm. basically. And so if you have the ability to produce your own business, it'd be fine to go work for a broker. Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So I would say you can expect probably first year, first license year, probably good outlook would be thirty grand. Okay. Good. So go um, moving kind of slowly. Mm -hmm. So in your market, that might only be three or four sales in your first Correct. year. And then you might build from there. Now, if someone comes and joins a team, a real estate sales team, which is where you work for someone, for example, like me, or even like Tammy, where we do the bulk of the generation of new business, and then an agent is simply working that business, how much would somebody make if they joined a team? 70000 to 100000 In that first year. In that first year. In that first year. That is such great information. If you're thinking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we believe that we can sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their house for. You're probably thinking, oh my goodness, what a bunch of malarkey. It's not. It'll come with what's called a customized maximum value plan, which is where we help you set that highest price you can possibly get in up to $15,000. You heard that right. Fifteen thousand dollars to make cosmetic improvements to your home all at no additional charge provided you qualify go to gogaddisradio.com g-o-g-a-d-d-i-s radio.com click on twenty eight thousand dollars more i will take care of you personally i'll reach out to you we're going to take a break in our next segment briarfield and alpharetta is in our neighborhood spotlight will prices continue to increase 
Should you wait until next year to sell? Should you use a real estate professional or should you consider selling your home yourself? We've got those topics and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.